Okay, thank you again, everyone, for joining us for today, Friday's Gallery Talk. I am thrilled to introduce Larissa Riddell, our exhibition specialist, who will talk about the installation of Iway Ways According to What. Thank you, Caroline. Uh, welcome, everyone. My name is Larissa. Uh, I head our exhibition team, the installation crew, who puts together everything that you see in the building, essentially. If it is on a wall or on a pedestal, I have probably handled it in some way, shape, or form. Um, so welcome. This is Ai Weiwei according to what? Um, in my eight years here, I can honestly say that it is the most complex installation that we have put on in our time. We've had a few shows that have been comparable. If you've seen our um, Anselm Kiefer or our Yves Klein, those are also pretty intense shows, but Ai Weiwei definitely takes the cake, and uh, I hope that it comes through in a very smooth and easy way because it was not quite as easy for us, but we were happy to bring it to you. Um, so I wanted to start out here, and we'll travel a little bit through the galleries, and if anyone has questions, I'm happy to take questions uh, at the end. Um, but I wanted to start with snake sailing, which if you look up, is what is hanging up above you. And um, I really enjoy the piece because it is a challenge, because how often do you see something directly above your head, aside from perhaps a calder or maybe a couple of other artists? Uh, most people keep it on the wall or on the ground. So this was definitely interesting um, to put up. It <laughs> involved some crazy logistics that we don't often do. Um, we like easy work, things that we can just measure and hammer some hardware into the wall and put a level on it and it's done. Ai Weiwei does not work that way. Um, all of his works are very complex, very time consuming, but also pretty brilliant if you've seen the show. Um, so snake sailing was a little more involved. Um, it came in many pieces. I believe there are about 500 of these backpacks that you see up above that um, he bought and stitched together. And they came in many pieces. Um, I think it was an alphabet, so it came from about A to Z in sections. And we had to piece everything together. There is a, a wooden spine that goes with it that we had to put into the ceiling, which involved crew members crawling up into the ceiling and communicating to the people down below so that everyone can work together. It was quite interesting to do. Um, so it was a process from laying it out to figure out exactly how it would fit. Um, and there are very funny things that people don't think about when it comes to installing, like are the lights going to be in the way? Can we move lights? If we do move lights, then how will the piece be lit? What about fire rating? Um, as we move large things through here, can it fit underneath? And so there were a lot of considerations uh, in installing this, but we did a pretty good job, I think, and um, <laughs> and it was it was one of the more interesting and uh, surprisingly dirty jobs to do. the The ceiling is not a place that I would recommend for anyone, but we do it all for the love of the work. Um, <clears throat> so, one thing I'd really like to point out is, as I said, there are 500 some backpacks on this piece, and as we go through Ai Weiwei, the Largest challenge for me, I mean, we had a very large crew. We had, um, I think, six gallery assistants from Ai Weiwei Studio. Um, and then we had our own crew of 15 people or so who came and worked on this show. And so 
many of the pieces, actually almost all of the pieces that you see throughout the show are component pieces, meaning it's not just one thing that gets put on a pedestal or hung on the wall, but it's a lot of components, a lot of smaller individual things that come together to make the larger piece. So it made the installation very interesting, very challenging, very time consuming, but it also gave us a great deal of satisfaction when we were finally finished because you know, you, you felt the work, you felt the process happen. And so when it was done, you felt really good afterwards. So uh, any questions about snake sealing? Where was it coming from? Where was Where it coming from? from? <laughs> um, they come from China. A lot of them came from directly from Ai Weiwei's studio. Um, his studio's in Beijing, is that correct? I think that's right. Right, so he has a studio in Beijing, and so a lot of pieces came directly from him, but some of them are loans from private collections and other museums. Yes? Um, two questions. One is, was this designed specifically for this space? And also, did um, Ai Weiwei or his team consult with you all before you even considered installing this piece? <laughs> uh, yes and yes. Sorry, the, the question was, was the show designed for this space? Um, yes, it was to a certain extent. Um, this is a larger show that is going to, I think, four other venues, but not all of the pieces are going. So we are the inaugural venue for this show. And so they really wanted to make it great and have a lot of kick, so we got, that's why we have so many pieces in the show, and some of them are new, like the, the rebar in the other room, I believe, is a new piece that he's showing. Um, um, so yes, our curators and our design team work very hard to figure out what will fit where, what our building can handle, because there are certain considerations for you know, bringing things into the building, what fits through doorways and all of those kinds of things. And with the rebar especially, we had to have uh, engineers come in and make sure that the building could handle the weight of 40 tons of rebar. So that is the only spot on this floor that that rebar was able to go because of engineering purposes. Uh, the snake is held up, there are bolts going up into the ceiling. So we drilled through the ceiling and it's bolted up top. So that's not moving. It, no one has to worry. It's very, very secure up there. <laughs> and I'm sorry, the other question was, no, oh, did Ai Weiwei consider? Um, yeah, we worked with him a lot because he, like I said, this is his inaugural, this is his like big retrospective for the US, I believe. Like he's shown in galleries and such, but I think this is one of his larger, like his first large US show. So like I said, he wanted to kind of come in with a bang. And so we worked to, um, I think the crabs are a new piece also, so some newer pieces that he was working on and things that he really thought were important, he worked with our curators. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the material, they're backpacks, they're actual backpacks that he bought, so like for school children. So it, it's based on, um, in the last gallery you'll see um, the Szechuan earthquake photos, so he was very inspired. Um, from the devastation he saw there and the backpacks of the children that were lying about, so he decided to use backpacks as a medium. So, as he saw the backpacks, and where along the way did he decide to make this huge snake? 
I'm not sure that that is a question that I can answer, to be honest. <laughs> um, but he, he's very large. Um, he has a photographer and videographers who go with him a lot of places that he goes. He had one come here and document the installation as we did it, and he just likes to keep records. As you can see in the, if you saw the videos upstairs, the televisions, Fake 258. Um, he records a lot. And so I think he, he was recording what he was seeing, and you'll see some photos, as I said, in one of the final galleries, where you can see the backpacks that were left behind after the schools had collapsed from the earthquake. And he was just very struck by it, and so he, he decided to go that way. So um, if we can move on for a moment, I'd like to go just two galleries we can go this way. Um, we're going to go to Gallery 203, and I'd like to take a, pe a peek at one of the wooden pieces that we have on view. Yes. Um, the question was, can the snake be modified for uh, spaces? And yes, our snake is site-specific. If you check the catalogs, the Iwayway catalogs, um, in the Iwayway catalogs, they have some exhibition photos from previous installations where um, it's actually a full circle or a spiral that goes around architecture. So he likes to work with the architecture of the space for that. And um, a funny story is we, for what holds it up, there, we had to specifically make a, a quote-unquote spine for it, and we did make the spine the wrong size initially and then had to revamp it. So um, there is some adjustment to all of them, So and he's fine with that. So um, this piece to my right is called Kippy, and it's one of my personal favorites in the show, but primarily because of how it was installed, which it's a beautiful piece on its own. It's quite gorgeous. Um, it's two main components. Um, the frame of it, the bars that you see on top and the platform on the bottom, um, are gymnast bars, which are an Ai Weiwei like, throwback to his childhood. He has great memories of um, like, gym, like being a gymnast is big in China for children to learn those kinds of things. So he has memories from that from his home. And then all the wood is salvaged from uh, old temples in China that... Um, had been destroyed and he found them and he salvaged them and decided to put them into this piece. So as a whole, as you can see this complete piece, it is quite beautiful um, and I love it. I can look at this for days on end and always see new things. Um, but what was quite striking was the installation of this, well I can't go into too crazy detail, um, there were just a whole lot of very large crates where all of this wood was just loose. So there's no order to anything, it, it just kind of came as was. It's all very secure right now, please don't touch, don't worry about anything like that, but um, Ai Weiwei has a, a, a carpenter that he uses in his studio who works with all of the wood pieces and he was a fascinating man. Uh, he did not speak any English, which was interesting. We had interpreters working with us, but um, he knew what he did. I mean, this is his life. This is his job. So our only instruction was to lay everything out for him, and he gave us a vague order, and he just worked for a few days and installed this. One man, essentially, did this entire thing over the course of a few days, and uh, it was quite interesting to see because 
we were nearly taking bets, our installation team, on if it would all fit, like how long it would take, because it just seemed impossible. There were so much, so many components to this. And the man did it literally with a song on his lips. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. Um, we can find that out. But um, he would just sing the entire time, little songs to himself or whistle, and just worked endlessly, this one little man. It was really fantastic to see. Um, so. I just wanted to give you guys a little peek into, there's often a, a huge difference between <laughs> what we see in the initial uh, installation and what you guys see as the, the final product. So it's quite beautiful. Question. Well, I actually have two questions. One is, how long did it take him? And the other is, is it always put together the same way? Are the pieces numbered? Uh, it took him, I want to say, about four days to complete, um, but let's call it a week just to be safe. Um, and no, they're not numbered, and they're, he, just, he just figures it out. He asked for the larger pieces first, and he put in all the large pieces, and then he just worked it like a puzzle and filled everything in as he saw fit. But, but like I said, he is, like, that is his job. He knows these pieces pretty intimately. And while it's not going to be the same order, he knows what he's doing. So it was, it was an inspiration, to, <laughs> to say the least. So you say it was in pieces. Are, was each log a piece, or they were glued into chunks? Or how is it held together like that? Uh, a little both. There are some chunks, but not very many. <laughs> uh, he, it's a puzzle. He just puts them as, as a puzzle. He figures the balance. He had, he had um, like level lines to make everything kind of add up, but it was, it was quite astounding to watch. Who's the artist? So, <laughs> that is the eternal question of contemporary art, isn't it? <laughs> that, that comes up quite often. That you know, who, It's the same question with the Solowitz that you see on our walls. Solowitz comes up with the designs, but someone else draws them. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those eternal questions that I don't know if there's a proper answer for that, but I don't know. I can't, I can't really answer that one. Um, sorry, one other question? Mayan stonework. I wouldn't be surprised. That man has a lot of different uh, inspirations, but I, that's not something that I can answer for sure. Yes? Is there glue or nails holding them together? And also, building on that other question, I mean, did Ai Weiwei originally put this together or the carpenter did? Uh, Ai Weiwei works with his studio assistants, so they work very much as a team. So I imagine that it was Ai Weiwei's, um, Ai Weiwei's plan and that he worked with them and started placing things and gave them an idea of what he did, and then they helped to create it, but again, I, I'm not that kind of expert. I just help to install things. <laughs> and is there lower nails? Uh, there, there is some in some areas, but yeah. It is, it is highly alarmed and watched all the time, so though. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, um, is it always the same dimension? Uh, the corners are square, you know, is it always the same height? 3D yes. Yes, um, it does fit uh, within the frame that you see, and like I said, he, he had a method for lining everything up, so he knew where his corners were and, and knew what to do from there. Um, these, these were the two main pieces that I had hoped to speak about. Um, I don't know if there were any other pieces that people were curious about that I can comment on. 
I'm really interested in the tea um, work. I just, I don't know if you want to go over there, but I'm just wondering, are those houses solid tea? Uh, yes, she's talking about the tea houses that are behind us. We can get a little closer look at that. Um, um, yes, they are solid tea. There's no sort of anything inside of them, which it's a, apparently an ancient Chinese technique of pressing that works to hold it all together. Um, so they were a little nerve-wracking to install because um, while they are secure, they're also fragile and, you know, things can happen. And they're incredibly heavy as well because they are solid tea, so. <laughs> uh, the mat is just loose. Um, <laughs> that does happen on occasion, so please watch where you step because uh, I'm the one who has to clean it up if something happens. Uh, so please watch your step, um, but yes, um, we're sent lots of tea and they set the tea out, so that's it. Um, this, no, this is also one that changes, you know, we are, the size can change, like how much, how far it goes out, the number of houses has changed. Um, I believe that this is another one that in previous installations it had been one house, but again, because he wanted a little kick for the, the U.S. debut, um, he added a couple more houses. So that's, that's about what I know about this one. And apparently it is a specific kind of tea that has some sort of special meaning um, for Ai Weiwei and um, some sort of cultural meaning that I'm not clear on, but they said it was a special tea. So that's about it. Uh, they are. I cannot fully divulge that information, but they are very heavy. <laughs> like machinery is needed. They are. They're, they're, they're solid enough that we were able to handle them, but it was a pretty nerve-wracking process. There was a lot of care and time and special tools were taken to make sure everything was safe, conservation was on hand, just in case something went awry, which uh, luckily not really much, not anything very serious did, but we're very, very careful in those instances. Yes, Caroline. Um, yes, I'm sorry, uh, I should have given you the microphone. The question is asking about the installation process and what our, who our team works with. So yes, it is a long, extensive process with um, curators, registrars, conservation, exhibitions, every, like I said, engineers if needed. So we, we generally kind of, the curators work to get a checklist of, of what works they want for the shows and then we go through with our various teams um, to figure out which pieces need what kind of care. We talk to studios and we talk to past venues, you know, if it's a loan and we're borrowing it from someone else, we will ask them what their processes are, if there's anything that's important. There are some pieces, um, I don't believe there is anything in this show, but in some shows, um, pieces that are more delicate or fragile or valuable, um, they do send someone with it from the loan institution to make sure that all care is taken. Um, so we work, we ask lots and lots of questions, um, we have lots and lots of meetings to make sure that everything is covered, that we have all the safety requirements, that we have all the tools, we have all the people, I mean we, we, we really 
for this exhibition, with the size it is and with the intensity that um, all of these take, all the time that all of these took, we really had to kind of whittle it down to incredible detail about, okay, this piece in the past, it has taken, you know, four people three days to do. This other piece has taken two people seven days to do. So we, we broke it down that far to know how many people we would need, how much time it would take to do everything. And we do that with most shows. Um, but this one especially just took a whole lot of work, more than we'd done in a very long time. So it was quite great. Um, <laughs> yes, the overall planning process, yes, they take years because it takes a long time for all the paperwork and the loans and all those things to go through. Um, our actual installation here, not counting the Zodiac heads outside, took us three weeks to a month to install all of this work, so including weekends. It was, it was pretty, I took a nice vacation afterwards. It was, <laughs> it was a pretty good time. Um, both. Um, so, like I said, um, I'm sorry, she asked uh, if, uh, if all these pieces got assembled. Like, the bicycles came in pieces. Most of the works in the show came in pieces. Um, not all of them, but most of them did. So it was, it was a lot, because you couldn't just take something out of a crate and put it down and you were done. It, it was, most of them took a few days to do. Um, the stools came fully assembled. We didn't have to worry about that. Um, but almost everything else came in pieces. If, if it looks like there's pieces, there probably were pieces to it, <laughs> to be honest. So everything took quite a long time. All of the crabs and the, the last one were individually wrapped, so it takes, it takes a long time. <laughs> you know, the rebar had to be laid piece by piece, so it's, it's pretty intense. Are the crabs real or the crabs? Uh, the crabs are not real. They're, they're, uh, they're all porcelain. Mm -hmm. So yes, they're they're handcrafted, and those were quite fun because don't get too close to them, but they all have kind of diff slightly different faces, and so you know they had personalities of their own as you unwrap three thousand of them. <laughs> yes, they are real pearls, real pearls in the bowls of pearls. That is correct, and that's like I said, just e every piece has many many components to it, where it's not just. You can look at it as a whole, but really you can also break it down into many other things. So it was, it was an adventure, to say the least. <laughs> Any other questions? Yes, some more. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't think any of his artwork. Uh, Ai Weiwei, the Chinese government, has his passport, so he's not allowed to travel. So he was not allowed to come here. Um, for the show, for the installation. Um, his crew was, we were able to work with his studio assistants, but I don't think any of the work was held back. I don't think so. I mean, a lot of the work in the show is pretty charged that <laughs> I'd be surprised if some of these got in and something else didn't. It would be very interesting to know, but I don't have that information. <laughs> Anyone else? Well, I hope that was informative. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoys the show. <laughs>